0: You got it. England and Eastern Rock's answer to your aggravation. Oh, no, the Joy Network. Now, 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 now,
1: the views now, and opinions now, expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio.
2: Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation, get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. All right, what's happening? Welcome to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with me. (laughs) Tune it in and you think uh, that you're tuning in to a guest appearance by the invisible man. That's not what I'm doing here. I'm doing this for a reason. Yeah, I am incognito. Hadn't robbed a bank or anything like that. I just thought I'd, since I'm out and about, that I thought I'd just kind of, you know, make sure I adorn my protective gear, my personal protection equipment that I had to rustle up. Thanks, shout out to my dog, Carl Daniel, for sobriety supplying the mask for me. It's going to get on my nerves. I'm going to try to do the entire show just like this, okay? As long as I can see. (laughs) But we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, stuff that went on over the weekend. Of course, that idiot guy y'all call president. He's lost his mind. We'll get into all that. Let me... Let me take a pause for the calls real fast. I'm gonna go let my co host in the door. I'll be right back, okay? All right, sorry about that. Had to take a pause for the calls and let my good buddy Robert Webb in the hizzy.
0: What up there, We
2: Got a lot of stuff to talk about today, of course. We're going to do Black Facts in a moment as well. How was your weekend, Robert?
0: It was the weekend, man. What'd you do? Same thing I do every weekend.
2: Did you go out and party? I did not. Did you hang out on uh, Asher and University? Did you some, did I did some donuts. Is that yeah. So so how, have you been paying attention to the, to the streets now?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm checking it out. They're everywhere, aren't they? Yeah, I did my own donuts.
2: Oh, okay. So at least you're admitting that you're one of the culprits. I am one I am one you of the I'm just waiting until they issue a uh, a reward and I'm gonna turn your ass in and make some money off of you. Go ahead on, brother. I'm on snitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let so you. you know. I got you. you no. Know, you know that $500 with my stimulus check you know that could that could last me almost a month
0: we got to split the reward though player so you mm, only get 250 I don't know about splitting the reward you only getting 250 if i give you if i give mm. you that information you got to break me off player
2: mm, let, let let me uh think about that okay let me think about that i am going to do the entire show like this if i can make it it's just it's kind of just you mask up it's just disconcerting it really yeah, is. You
0: look like a uh, yeah. you look like Spider Man over there.
2: Spider Man, Spider Man, your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Yeah, you got it working over there. <laughs> but um, it is a bit disconcerting. Oh, by the way, one thing that we need to say: you didn't see the post. We celebrated uh, our fourth year. The uh, on the fourth.
0: Congratulations to us. You
2: know, so that it's funny that picture popped up on my, on my wall, and I reposted it. You know, we had a cake last year.
0: Is that last year? Before? Oh well,
2: well maybe it was the year before we had a cake.
0: Yeah, after the after the first year we were like, ah, who you cares?
2: Know? So, uh, yeah, and I ended up eating a lot of that cake. So yeah, you ate all the cake. <laughs> you know, so
0: uh, I'm just saying. So you ate all the cake, player.
2: So anyway, so we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Of course, uh, the coronavirus has is wreaking havoc. Uh, your governor was on on Face the Nation Sunday. Did he's you see He's doing a good him? job. I did no, not. No, he's not. He's doing a good job. Man. He really looked like an idiot.
0: I'm just going to be real, dude. Come on.
2: He was, he was on there with Governor Inslee. Okay. From Washington. Yeah. Asa really looked like an idiot. <laughs> I'm just uh we're gonna talk about that here in a moment, but I'm, it it wasn't pretty. And then then you throw out yesterday and what happened on on uh Asher. I know y'all call it Colonel Glenn now, but it was Asher when I grew up, and it's gonna be Asher. Just like just like Martin Luther King is high street, and 14th is Days of Base is 14th. Yeah, don't get mad at me. Okay, that's it. But anyway, um, Little Rock made national news a lot this weekend. The appearance with Asa Hutchinson, obviously, you know, and it's been a, it's been an ongoing joke with Tom Cotton, and then of course the uh, then the the I, I'm I'm not sure what was going on on and University yesterday. How you doing, Sister Fairchild? Happy birthday, by the way. Uh, I don't know what was going on on Asher yesterday, but uh, it was utterly ridiculous, to say the least. You know, so so Little Rock made national news a lot this weekend. So there you go. All right, so let's um, and then, of course, did you see Donald Trump's press conference yesterday? You didn't see that either, I didn't did see you? I don't know how the hell you think you're going to do a news show and you don't even watch the president. You, know, you voted for him. Why can't you can't watch his
0: press conferences?
2: No, I didn't vote for him. That was you. You, you didn't? That was That's you. That's not
0: what you told me. That was you.
2: All right, let's do a black fact and then we'll get into all this stuff here in just a moment.
1: Dynamic black facts our culture, our history, our people.
2: All right, let's, since we're talking about science, um, let's do a black fact about science. How about that? Okay. So uh, meet the man who became America's first black doctor in 1837. Y'all know who he was or is? Dr. James McCune Smith, one of the leaders of the movement in the 1800s to abolish slavery is best known for becoming the first African-American medical doctor. He is also known as the one, one of the most original and innovative writers of his time. Because of prejudice and racism, Smith could not enroll at a medical school in New York, so he decided to move to Scotland to obtain his education, and that's exactly what he did. Smith graduated at the top of his class from the University of Glasgow, uh, where he received his Bachelor of Arts in 1835, a Master of Art in 1836, and a medical doctorate in 1837. Afterwards, he sought additional clinical training in Paris, France, and then returned to the United States to set up a medical practice in lower Manhattan. He also was a resident physician at a local orphanage, for more than 20 years. Smith used his platform to help many uneducated blacks in New York City, teaching them how to read, write, spell, and solve math problems. Among his other achievements, Smith also became the first African American to publish scholarly studies in peer-reviewed medical journals. He also wrote essays countering theories of black racial inferiority. He also became the first african american to ever own and operate his own pharmacy what's interesting is that smith was born into slavery in 1813 in new york city and was set free in 1827 at the age of 14 his father was a was her white ma- was a white master but that didn't stop him from defying the odds and becoming a history maker still celebrated to this day. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to the first black doctor in America, Dr. James McCune Smith.
1: Keep listening to Black Focus Radio for more dynamic black facts our culture, our history, our people on JoinAirRadio.com.
2: And if you would like to sponsor dynamic black facts, give me a call at 615. 615- 5540568. That's how you uh, can call us up and we can hook you up with a nice advertising package. Okay? Now, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I do want to talk a little bit about the coronavirus. And, well, I want to talk a little bit about what's happening in Little Rock. And we'll expand out because there are so many things that we need to talk about that's in the headlines that happened over the weekend. Hopefully we'll get all of them in, but if we don't, that's cool. we'll get them'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to them eventually before the week's out. okay? So first and foremost, yesterday afternoon, fortunately, I was not in that area of town, but for whatever reasons, and if you're wondering why I'm sitting here doing my show like this, I'm doing this to make a point, okay? The coronavirus is real. I don't want to hear any more false equivalency about how many people die of cigarette smoking. Just don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear how many people dying of, uh, of drug overdose on a daily basis, okay? Because those are two different things. That's apples and oranges when it comes to this epidemic, this pandemic, Now, you say, why are you saying that, David? Well, because when I smoke, I have a choice to smoke. When I do drugs, I have a a choice to do drugs. All right? When you catch the coronavirus, you don't have a choice whether or not you catch the coronavirus. Your ass just gets sick. Okay? So using smoking, (laughs) don't be laughing at me, Robert, using smoking, or or um, drug overdose or anything like that. Oh, yeah, got to have that. That's just yeah, a that false equivalency. That is classic. You know what I'm saying? That is classic. So, yesterday, uh, Peter Navarro, who is the economics advisor for the Trump administration, mm-hmm. man, I wish we had time to play the entire interview on CNN. He got his clock handed to him because apparently yesterday prior to the press conference, Donald Trump and his advisors had a meeting and really the only person that has any credibility on his staff right now is Dr. Fauci. Okay. Okay. Nobody even wants to hear from really anyone else. So apparently yesterday, uh, Peter Navarro, who is a jackleg economist? He's been ostracized by many of the people on Wall Street. Uh, he's an active. He, his position is acting, is not official. He apparently, in a meeting prior to the press conference, decided that because they want the economy to get rolling so much, that they don't want Dr. Fauci. They didn't want Dr. Fauci to 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 make points about the virus itself. All right. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Okay. So he got his hat handed to him, and and thankfully the reporter asked him, "Well, what credentials do you have, other than better than Dr. Fauci? This man has spent his life in epidemi- epidemiology. How is it that you you your opinion is, is 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 has more credibility than his?" He got it handed to him, and finally the media apparently is starting to ask questions and serious questions because it's gotten pretty clear that they don't know what the hell they're doing. This is trial and error,
0: dude. Well, I mean, we've never had a a pandemic in our lifetime, so I don't think anybody really knows what the hell they're doing. Well, had they followed the guidelines
2: that were set forth for them? And by the way, I stumbled upon a quote from George Bush back in 2005 where George Bush was even saying, you better get ready for a pandemic. It's coming. This is George Bush,
0: mm-hmm.
2: okay? So for him to continually try to blame the Obama administration, mm-hmm. you know, and a reporter yesterday asked him, "Well, you keep saying it was the Obama administration's fault, but you've been in office for three years. Pack, they're coming for him now. They've had enough because you know." We'll this, see. I still don't think they've had enough. Well, well, of course, that press conference was an. See. See Trump right now is trying to get you to take this drug, uh, hydrochloro. Uh, I forgot the yeah, name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, but and I'll look it up in a moment. So there he was on the on the dais yesterday, telling people that this is a drug that's going to work. Now remember, we've already had someone to take this drug, and he ends up dying. And so now they are trying to. They're claiming that they give this drug to everyone, at least in New York, who was diagnosed with the coronavirus. Now, they're giving this drug to people, and they don't know what the side effects are going to be. All right? So Dr. Fauci yesterday was going to make that point. He was asked that question. You know, because this is a trial run. They're basically using people as guinea pigs to take this drug. And Donald Trump wouldn't even let him answer the question. He steps in and answers the question. Now, and he and he even goes as far as to say, well, I'm not a doctor. Well, you damn right you ain't a doctor. Go sit your ass down somewhere. Come on, dude. Everybody wants to hear from Dr. Fauci. They don't want to hear from you, Donald Trump. So I say all that to say that it seems to me that these Republican governors across this country don't get it or they haven't gotten it. And Asa Hutchinson was on Meet the Press yesterday with uh, the governor of Washington, Governor Inslee. Now, Washington was one of the states that got hit the worst early on. And they put into place a lot of stringent measures to keep people from going out to try to curtail that virus. You would tend to believe that I want to listen to someone who's been where where I'm going. You know what I'm saying it's like if you if if you are if you're a young football player and you want to go pro you want to get to know a pro football player and get an idea of what it's like what what do you have to do to get there if you're a teacher you're a young person and you want to be a teacher then you go and hang around teachers so you can get an idea of what it is to teach if you want to be a doctor you you start hanging in doctor circles and talking to doctors. So you can get an idea of what, what type of doctor you want to be. Okay. You, you understand what I'm saying? I hear you. So I'm not understanding why the governor of Arkansas will would not listen to the governor of Washington, who has already been where they're saying the South is about to head, and why this governor of Arkansas still continues to ignore stay-at-home orders, and he had really no argument. He even suggested that what Arkansas was doing is better than what everybody else is doing. Really? So you got a magical cure, Asa Hutchinson? I'm just wondering. So as I got pictures of people and the parks, so you know, people were showing pictures of all these people in the parks and everywhere yesterday. And they seemed a little upset, right? Well, why the hell were you in the park, dog, taking pictures? (laughs) So I'm scared. I'm going to be honest. I'm concerned now. We've got a governor now who doesn't seem to get it. And we had mass chaos out on Ashen University yesterday. Now, if you all don't know where Ashen University is, Then let me just say, I think y'all call it Colonel Glenn. I grew up in Little Rock. I call it Asher. Okay? So I don't know what was going on. I don't know what's wrong with black people. But here's what I do know. That when black people get sick, black people are the last to get cures. Let me give you a classic example of that. Sickle cell anemia. You say, David, why did you bring up sickle cell anemia? See, sickle cell anemia is a, a blood disease that only affects black people. When was the last time you heard a charity from sickle cell anemia? Mm-hmm. When was the last time you heard white people raising money for sickle cell anemia? Well, I'll tell you why. They haven't, okay? They haven't, and they don't, because it's a black disease. We talked on Friday where black people are last to get pain medication. Black women are last to get studies as it relates to their health. So are black men, so, and we're seeing now that there are more Black people dying per capita from the uh, coronavirus than there are White people.
0: So you're talking Black folks who are health workers?
2: Health workers, everybody. I
0: haven't seen a racial breakdown yet.
2: I saw. I posted a racial breakdown from uh, from Illinois, uh, from Chicago, and let me see if I I'll pull it up real fast. And the numbers are shocking. The numbers are shocking, and there were more and more articles that came out over the weekend about the fact that more black people are dying from this and th- th- than anybody else in Detroit, in the major metropolitan areas, and I wonder why that is. Is it because, number, well, they're saying, number one, black people are more susceptible because of high blood pressure, heart disease, uh, uh, kidney disease, all of the ailments ailments that you have will affect whether or not you get this disease and you die. There was a tragic story of a bus driver from Detroit over the weekend, if you saw the video, where he ends up, a lady comes on the bus and coughs on the bus, and he ends up catching the virus, and he dies last week, okay? So more and more black people are dying with this disease, and the reason I'm bringing this up It's because we know now that black people are the last to get medical care because, number one, most of us are uninsured. So if you get this disease, the odds of your butt clocking out is pretty high. So why the hell were y'all out there on Asher having a damn coronavirus parade? I'm gonna tell you, I was embarrassed, and then when it then when it went national, oh man i just i just I just bowed my head and just shook it. I didn't pray for y'all cause you can't pray for a damn fool, and what I saw yesterday, I'm sorry, and then 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 they were out there fighting, man. So here's some numbers from Chicago alone. White people who have died from the virus in the Chicago metropolitan area. 19 people. Black people. Where is that? Chicago. Okay. Black people. 113. Hispanic. 14. Asian. Six. So black people in Chicago, according to these statistics, they are there at 68% of the deaths. White people, 11%. Hispanics, 8%. Asians, 3%. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I went shopping to at Kroger's out on Chennault yesterday. Well, I think it was Friday afternoon. And we had a mask. I, I went... Similar to what I have on right now, my gloves, my mask, had my shades on, you know. Um, but there were so many people in there, white and black, who didn't have on mask. Now there were people who had on mask, but there were so many people in there who didn't. And the majority of the people that I saw were black. Do y'all think this thing can't kill y'all? Are y'all believing that myth is because you got melanin that you don't think it will kill you? 113 black people are dead in Chicago because of the coronavirus. So what was up with y'all yesterday, Little Rock? What made you all feel like that, oh, we're just gonna go and risk our lives and even if we are asymptomatic, we're just going to take it home to our friends and our family. How about that? I didn't get that. I mean, am I being off base here? Uh, I don't know. Possibly. Why am I being off base?
0: Well, I think there's something that we should take into account. So when we start having this conversation, we have to look at when you start talking about CNAs, um, CNAs, and who's working in these nursing homes and hospitals. A majority of them are black folks. We have a majority of black women who are working in these places, mm-hmm. CNAs, and so for them to take it home, give it, expose it, expose their families is not uncommon. So I want to say that it's not so much about. Um, I think black folks being in proximity to the disease also plays a role in that, not just us being black folk. I mean, because again, if you anytime you go to any nursing home or, or a hospital, you see a, you see a lot of black nurses, you see a lot of black CNAs, you see that.
2: Well, that's true, but a lot of these people are not CNAs. Now, the the point I'm making is this. Is that don't you protect yourself just in case? Shouldn't you? There over the weekend they finally said, well, I think it was Friday, where well, they finally announced that they you should wear and Robert, you don't have on a mask. I do not. You should get you a mask. Get you they're telling now you got a mask
0: on, so I'm good.
2: No, you're not. I'm good. No, you're not. As long as I don't touch. What my if face. the what if the person that was sitting over there was asymptomatic
0: and they sneezed on that counter. If if some busts was candy and nuts, we'd all have a merry freaking Christmas. All right. Well, I would say I
2: ain't coming <laughs> to your funeral, but they ain't gonna let me anyway. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just saying. All
0: right, hey man, When it's your time to go, it's your time to go, and then you can do the
2: well. Right. You know, I certainly believe that as well, but I'm not gonna walk out in front of a, 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 a in a, in the middle of a busy
0: street. And so say, you, oh, it's my time to go. So you're trying to equate this to walking into it rocking.
2: Well, that, 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 that fatalistic argument sounds great. Sounds cool. Yeah. But if you believe that, I need you to go walk out there in the middle of Main Street right now. Well, that's just stupid. Uh, that's just stupid. Uh, so when they're telling you that you ought to be wearing a mask because now they believe that it's not just droplets. It's aerosol. They've they don't been, know
0: how to damn thing. Exactly,
2: passes. so I'm they gonna take. Know. I'm gonna take every precaution that they say. I'm gonna, don't. Tell, please tell me you're washing your hands. Oh, is that what they say, dude? Oh, Lord. Uh, hey, I'm protected, and I ain't shaking his hand either. But I, I'm just saying, man. I just think we as black people got to be smarter than this. If you know you're predisposed to this, it's just like I say. I've got some very dear friends I need to call Tamika today that have various diseases. David Ashley hadn't done his show in a month because, you know, he's a, he's a cancer survivor. You don't need to be out here, man. You don't need to take a chance.
0: By out here you mean? You, you need to be protected when you go out. No, I totally agree with you. You got to protect yourself. You don't know how this thing's being trans uh, being transferred. But and see, that's
2: my point. Yeah. They even said yesterday. I was reading an article that just kind of made me sick. Is that they're saying now? Make sure when you go to the bathroom, close the lid on the toilet. Because, again, if someone uses the toilet, you flush it. What we don't realize is that there are water particles that float in the air that are microscopic. Mm-hmm. It gets all that's why it's, it kills me when I go in people's bathrooms and they have their toothbrushes open. Mm-hmm. Every time you take a crap, you get you get feces on your toothbrush. You get microscopic feces.
0: So you mean for a long time you brush your teeth with your feces. <laughs> that's why your breath stinks. Yeah, that's it. That's it exactly steak? Oh, uh, well, you, you, you
2: need to worry about what you do with your toothbrush. Well, I th- I but, think but, we- but the point I'm making is yeah. that they're saying that even now, close the lid on your toilet because they believe that the virus now is trans- like, transmitted more aerosol than droplets. Okay? And what that means is that every time you speak, you have aerosol mist come out of your mouth. You may not see it, but it comes out. And if you're within distance of that aerosol, and that person has, he, he may be asymptomatic, you can catch it like that. So that's what they're saying right. now. Mask up. Wear something over your face. No, I get that. You know what I I'm get saying? That. Yeah, I get and, that. and I'm going to be honest with you, Robert. I know you're cool. You know, you, you're this big burly hulking guy. Oh, Man. Thank you, Dave. You need to, you need to mask up, bro. I'm just saying. From now on, next time you see me, I'll be masked. I'm just saying. You you really do because as we know, we don't know. You know, I was watching a lot of pandemic movies over the weekend, some zombie movies. (laughs) 28 Days, 28 Days Later. You know, what else did I see? Uh, I Am Legend. That was another zombie movie I hadn't seen yet. I'm going to watch that too. But, I mean, we just don't know, man. And I just want people to start paying attention, man, because I don't – you know, fortunately, I haven't met anyone or know anyone that is directly or indirectly that has actually died. But if we are to believe what they're saying, that's about to come within the next week to ten days. Arkansas is about to get hit, dude.
0: Yeah, it's about to be ugly.
2: We got—we're about to get sledgehammered.
0: Well, it's not just us, though. It's the whole country. It's no, no, it's not.
2: It's mainly the South.
0: Yeah, it's—it's it's not just us. Yeah. Right. So,
2: but. Even still, whether it's them or us, Arkansas proper is about to get slammed. Yeah, and I'm going to Dillard's. The Dillard's, yeah. Why? Because Asa wants Dillard's open. I think he's got a away at Dillard's or something. He got problems. You didn't hear what he said no, what he about said. Dillard's. Uh-uh. He 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 wants to make sure that Dillard stays open because they have a a robust online uh, online. Uh, Economy. So, dealers is still open.
0: Well, that's part of the reason he don't want to have any, you know, stay-at-home orders. I know we don't. I know we don't want to talk about this because we only want to talk about people getting sick and dying, and I understand that. But we also have to talk about the economics of the virus, right? And how that impacts our economy, and how that how that hurts us as we move forward. Because that's very important. I know we don't want to talk about it. I know we feel that that's something that we shouldn't talk about because. We should just talk about people getting sick. But at the end of the day, if we don't want to go back to 1919, yeah, we got to start having a conversation about our economy and how we make this thing work. Because we can't, we can't, an economy can't function like this. That, that is not the way an economy functions. So how, what would you suggest we do, Robert? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I know that we can't continue to do what we're doing now. I know we can't, I mean, I understand, I understand the pandemic, I understand all that. So I
2: I should be more concerned about the economy than me catching the virus. Well,
0: at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself a very simple question, right? And I think that question is, how do we look after this, right? Because we really need to take a hard look at how we look after this. Because if things continue the way they are, you're talking about, you're talking about us really being back in 1919, where nobody has any money. Good. Good everybody's broke good well i'm i apologize not everybody's broke the people who, the middle class and the people who are working every day they're broke and people who are uh people who already have money still have money we need the we need our economy to be strong that would be good because again this puts us in a very a very peculiar situation because now we are pulled. Po- we are prone to be taken over we are prone to be it opens us up to so much stuff nationally and we don't blame want, capitalism we don't open it up for that Cap- this is this capitalism is the doing of capitalism 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 is what will save us
2: you know capitalism is what has gotten us in this in this predicament. Well, let's say fake capitalism because capitalism always runs to socialism to save it when it's about to go down the tubes as it's doing right now, so I understand your point. But I don't give a damn about the economy right now if I can't breathe. Yeah, because you're
0: thinking now. You're thinking about today. You're in this moment.
2: No, I'm thinking about trying to live at least another 10 years. Folks dropping like flies right now. I'm trying to hang on. I wanna see, I don't have any grandbabies yet. I wanna see my grandbaby. Keely, I hope you heard that. You need to get busy, bro. Need a call like tonight. Guess what, Dad? Yes, yes! (laughs) <laughs> I understand the economy argument, but without people, there is no economy, bro. Yeah, but if you don't put any money into the economy,
0: they put money in. They just put in two trillion. They they're about <clears throat> to put in another two trillion. The crazy thing is, is what we're to, what we're talking about now is is we're talking about being able to maintain our foreign our, our current economy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And a country. A country like ours that was built on capitalism, our country cannot function under the form of under the under the circumstances by which we're under now. We can't function with everyone being inside their homes because think about it. So, every every month, every month the city of Little Rock pulls in fifty million dollars in tax revenue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every month without fail. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. They get that tax revenue from utilities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, sales tax, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. real estate tax, personal mm-hmm, property tax. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, man, I, it's a couple of things that I'm missing. But that's what that's where the revenue is generated from, mm-hmm, right? Right, right. So you got people who don't have money to pay your utilities. Oh, by the way, hey, candy, low out of Tampa Bay. You have people who are not paying your utilities. That impacts the bottom line. You have mm-hmm. people who can't pay their uh, who can't pay their real estate taxes mm-hmm. or their personal property taxes? Mm-hmm. That impacts the city's bottom line. Mm-hmm. If the city can't provide services to its residents, mm-hmm. then guess what? We're right back in. Well, we're right back in nineteen nineteen. Well, they're
2: not providing services to its residents now here in Little Rock, but that's another story. Well, I mean, so who's going to be that person? Worse. Who's going to be the hero to go out there and open their business back up? Raise your hand. What's that? What about the I read something this morning where Barbara got got sick and died. And
0: people keep texting me saying, "Are we choosing people over economy?" Yes, and he is. The answer is yes. People do it every day. Okay. You cho- I mean, airlines when the, when the I don't know if people remember when the uh, when the Hubble what was it the um, I can't think of the airplane that crashed in the Florida Keys. Um, that was a JetBlue. JetBlue. When JetBlue crashed, JetBlue said, "Okay, it's going to cost us 25 dollars to replace this little ring this little o-ring. Well, to take that helicopter out of service, they said, you know what, it's mean cheaper. The plane. plane out of service, they said, it's cheaper for us. It would be cheaper in the long run to just keep flying the plane and if it crashes, if it crashes, then it's cheaper for us to pay the settlement than to take it out of take it out of uh to take it out of uh, circulation. So we we do this quite often and people try to pretend like we don't. And in the, in the that doesn't make it right. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that in a, in a country that's built on capitalism, if we don't do something, we're going to be in trouble. Corona's going to be at least of our worries. Well, maybe maybe
2: this is the wake up call that America needs as it relates to capitalism, because the bottom line is this: without people, there is no economy, and. Paying people a penance wage okay. is where we got this, this from.
0: Okay, people said I'm not being I'm not I'm not being uh, I haven't I haven't explained this well enough. So let me let me explain it to let me explain it to them like this. Okay. So if your city is not generating a revenue that it was before, right? Then they have to decide where they want to cut. Now, depending in most in most cities, um. Salaries are the biggest. Or, or make up half the budget. Salaries make up half any any municipality's budget. Just like any business, your salaries make up half of your half of your budget. So we're gonna have to start cutting people's jobs, and those jobs also include police and fire. So. Well, police ain't doing crap anyway. But they also include police and fire. And those are things. Is that that's supposed to scare us? EMTs, you name all these things, you, those services will be lost. Because, again, you can't afford to pay for them. Because if everybody stays in the house and people aren't working, so therefore they aren't getting paid. So if they're not getting paid, they can't pay anybody else. Bruh. It's, I mean, this is, far, this is not even close to what we'd be looking at if we don't figure out a way to get our economy moving again. Because listen, excuse me, you could probably do two weeks of this, but you cannot do two months of this. You cannot do 90 days of this. You cannot do 120 days of this. If you do it, we are in economic trouble. We're already in
2: economic trouble. Let me read something to you today. Yeah. Uh, the fact that so many people are hurting financially after just one missed paycheck indicates that our booming economy was merely an illusion with a fraudulent, impotent magician behind the curtain. It was only really good for the millionaires and billionaires, one paycheck. That speaks counter to what you were just saying. It's because see, this, this capitalistic society has, nothing, has been nothing more than an illusion for a lot of people. The majority of Americans out here The only people that have been benefiting are billionaires and millionaires. That's the bottom line on it. And maybe it's time to have a course correction, whether it's caused by the virus or whatever. But even the way the economy was going before, it was not, even economists was even saying that we were headed for a recession anyway. They've
0: already ta- they've been talking about a recession since 2012. You know, so they've been talking about that since 2012. Well, maybe so, but I'm just ta- I, I read I read periodicals in 2018 that said that we were uh, we were what uh, we were six months away from a recession. Well, they're constantly talking about a recession based on certain trends. But
2: here's what we know about Republican administrations: every Republican administration since Hoover, we've had recessions, every one of them. So for them to be saying that it was going to come under Donald Trump, not every we know. didn't have one under Reagan. We had one. Oh under yes, Bush. we did. We had one under Ron yes, Reagan. Yes, we did. Tell me the recession. I don't remember. We we had a, a according to the notes, we've had a recession under every Republican administration since Hoover.
0: When you say recession, give me a give me a definition of recession. Are you saying that? I mean, because everybody has we've had a downturn in the economy, whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. been a re- everybody has a different everybody has a different meaning mm. for recession. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for me, just for me, spike uh, uh, a spike in uh, a spike in interest rates. People assume that people assume that when you have a, a a decrease in interest rates that you're having that the market is going through a recession. And that's not always the case. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have a, you have a drop in interest rates simply because people aren't buying property or people aren't purchasing their purchasing power is not or the, or the purchasing numbers aren't what they were. So the the Fed will say okay, let's see if we drop the rate will that make more people come back into the market, right? And some people associate that 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 drop with a recession. And it's not always a recession. It's just that some people for whatever reason have said, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to invest. I'm not going to invest right now. I'm going to take it easy for a minute. I'm going to slow up for a minute. And those numbers make it look as though you're talking about a recession when when re- really you're not talking about recession, you're just talking about people who are not invested in the market.
2: That sounds all gobbledygooky good and stuff, Robert. all gobbledygooky good. But right. I'm gonna go with what the economists said on that issue, and they said ever since ever since Hoover administration, we have had a recession in every Republican administration.
0: period. You can try to explain it away all I'm not you trying want. to explain it away, but but, but the point I want to drive home with us is that while I understand that we feel that the human life is more important than our economy. Let me ask you something. Is your human life more important
2: than the economy? Is, Are you going to volunteer? Robert Webb is volunteering to head to the shackles and get his neck cut. You going to volunteer
0: for that? What am I? Vo- what is it? You you Tell me the benefit you're of You're doing it for the economy. Is it gonna help black folks? Yeah, I'm gonna go do it. You'll do it? If it's gonna help black folks. Oh, that's about the black and you, bro. <laughs> Don't do it, Robert! Don't oh, do oh it! God. <laughs> God. No, my point is we, we have to we have to stop we have to stop being single minded about issues mm-hmm. like this and we have to look at it holistically, right? Because again, if if cities can't function, then how do we make it? Because you're talking about life, but you, you, let's start talking about quality of life, because that's important too. So, so Quality what, of life is also but, important. But so
2: what you're saying is, let me make sure I understand, because I don't want to put words in your mouth, because you, you, you speak so eloquently no, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Touche. Um, what you're saying is that we as Americans have got to decide to go out, take a chance
0: on catching a killer virus, in order to support the economy. That's what you're saying. Essentially what I'm saying is, is that we can, we can decide to stay home, but let's look at what that means for us in six months. Let's look at what that means for us in three months. Now- It ain't gonna matter if I'm dead in three well, months. You, you're making the assumption that everybody's gonna die. We don't know. Well, we're making the assumption that everybody's going to die because that's that's the assumption that we're making. If we don't handle this the way it's supposed to be,
2: a lot of people are going to die.
0: So let's look at what happened in Washington State. Washington State- they didn't have, they didn't, they had nothing in they had nothing in place to deal with the coronavirus, mm-hmm. and that's why it went rise. That's why it went ran rampant through their state. Right. Well, the United
2: States didn't either.
0: Well, of course, but my point is, is that everybody else now we're taking better precautions, right? Are we and now that we are not in Arkansas, and now that we're taking better precautions, we have to turn we have to turn our attention to our economy, and we have to ask ourselves the question: What things do we need to do to get our economy? up and up and going again because right now our economy is not very strong. And to be to be a world power, the one thing we cannot have is a weak economy. Because again, you have to remember the reason we've always been a world power is because of our economy. This puts us at risk on so many levels, right? Now, again, we can keep having this conversation about who dies and who don't. That's cool. But us not being a war power makes us vulnerable to so many other things. Nuclear war now. It makes us vulnerable to North Korea. It makes us vulnerable to all our enemies. We have to figure out how to stop this thing. And we also have to figure out at the same time how to restart our economy. Because we cannot function as a country and a superpower being in our homes every day, all day. We, get, we just can't do it. You know, that sounds all... Patriotic and stuff, and I almost
2: cried. I was about oh, to stand Jesus. up and sing and start spaking better. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I'm wearing this mask and these gloves? You know why? Ask me, Robert. No, Ask why are you making why are you because Robert? I'm gonna protect my ass. Economy be damned. Okay. All these people <laughs> running around talking about economy, economy, then you go out there and sacrifice yourself for the for the for the economy. Until you do that, you rich white folks, I ain't thinking about you. It's survival of the fittest. We in a pandemic. If y'all so concerned about the economy, if, if these white folks so concerned about the economy, all these rich white boys, that got all this money, all this money. Where y'all at, dog? Where y'all at? All this money y'all got. I don't see any of you all opening up your checkbook. If you're so concerned about the economy, you ought to go to Donald Trump because you know he loves business anyway. Go to him and go to him and say, hey, look, Donald, look, I'm gonna kick in a hundred million dollars for ventilators and masks. Do what Robert Kraft did. Did you see what did you see what Robert Kraft did last week? I
0: didn't.
2: Robert Kraft spent two million dollars got his team plane and flew it to China and flew it back full of masks. Okay, personal protection equipment. This was Robert Kraft. So why aren't all these other rich white boys doing the same thing? If you're so concerned about the economy, you want to tell me to go to work, you you want me to risk my life, but you got money to stop it. You got money to help at least slow it, and none of y'all are doing a damn thing except we got your hands out for the government so the taxpayers can give you some breaks. I'm not buying that logic, and see, I think what a lot of people are beginning to realize they ain't buying that logic anymore either. Well,
0: it seems that every time
2: logic? we go through every time we go through a crisis, the little man gets stepped on more and more and more, while these rich banks. These rich mid- millionaire and billionaires they, they get tax breaks. They go laughing all the way to the to, to the bank, and then they want to argue. Well, you know, you got to take care of us because we're gonna provide jobs. Well, that's a damn lie. You're not providing a livable wage. That is that that that
0: argument has been debunked for decades. Let me ask you a question: Is the most important thing to have a job? Because listen, this impacts everyone. So if you're a school teacher you're paid off of those very same taxes i'm talking right. about mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so you're talking about shutting down you're talking about everybody being unemployed yep everyone mm-hmm. that's why i bought me a gun this that weekend that is not realistic we cannot have that in our society i understand because that what but, you're, what but you're, don't what you're tell me, me the little guy chaos. don't tell me
2: the little guy to give in and give up and when you got these rich assholes who are not doing a damn thing. But that's the, what but, I'm saying. It's not about it's not about what they're doing, Dave. It's about what everybody's doing. Yes, exactly. And so Dave, what are they doing? Dave. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Don't let, Just don't let your don't let your Don't let your anger Don't let your
0: anger for the man destroy destroy the Oh see economy. now because I'm black I'm and love. got a mask on, you're gonna call me angry. You're an angry black man with a mask on. Okay. That
2: that's wrong, man. I'm not angry. I'm just saying I think what is happening is that people, young and old, poor,
0: middle class, have began to realize that this is a bunch of crap. Let me ask you a question. If Obama was president right now and Obama says, hey, listen, y'all got to get y'all butts back out there and and go to work. I
2: tell Obama to kiss my grits. No, you wouldn't.
0: Yeah, everybody be like, okay, it's time. Obama say it's good. Let's go back out. I Listen, tell Obama to kiss we, my grit. We are in – We are honestly, we're in a place that we've never been in before. Yep. And this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough all the way around. But we have to make – I mean, seriously, let's, we're, let's, we're, let's, we're in a position where well, we ahead, gotta, go well, ahead, well, we ahead. just got to mm-hmm, make a choice. Mm-hmm. Let's change the dynamics. Okay.
2: If you walked out that door right now and you knew that and you – Well, let me make it a little bit more realistic because I'm going to say if you walk out that door and knew that zombies were out there and they're going to eat your ass, would you go out that door?
0: Hmm? It depends on what I had to do.
2: Okay. You take that chance, right? Depends on what I had to do. Okay. So if you're out in the middle, if you're in the Amazon and they tell you that, look, don't jump in that water because there's piranha in there, would you jump in that water? No. Okay. That's my point.
0: Dave. You, you keep te- making you keep points that don't equate to what we're it, talking it, it, about. here. It, it does equate. Okay. You're telling me Wait that because second, because of the economy. No, I'm telling you that because of where we are, we are in a very vulnerable situation. And in we wouldn't the world. be in this in this in this situation if those
2: idiots in the White House That's had been paying point, attention. Dave. That's so not the point, Dave. That's not the point. Now you want me to sacrifice my life for those idiots? That is no, long, that is no longer the point, Dave. I am not sacrificing my life for them idiots in the White House. That is no longer Forget the point, Dave. Forget about it. If they look. If they so sure this will work, why don't
0: Larry Cutlow line up? Why don't why don't uh, uh, Navarro line up? Where they at? That is not the point, Dave. Okay, what's your the point? The point here is is that we have to figure out a way. We have to figure out a way to save our economy or to slow or at least to slow what is happening to our economy, right? We got to figure out a way to slow it. And the only way we do that is that we have to we have to go back to business as usual. Now, before I say that, you're not going. Am back I to saying that we just usual. go back to business as usual right now? Am I saying we do that over a period of time? There has to be a way we figure this out. How we go back? So, because so here's what we you. We can't do. continue to. If we continue this way, I guarantee you, coronavirus will be the least of our concerns. Here, here's what you do. You go to
2: Chase Manhattan. You go to you go to all these rich. Jeff Bezos, uh, you go to uh, Bill Gates, all these multi-multi-billionaire people, and you say, hey dog, look, the taxpayer just kicked in about eight billion, eight trillion dollars into the economy, okay? To help you. You are who you are because of the taxpayers. Now what we need you to do, rich white boys, we need y'all to break off about $50 million apiece. Now, we're not going to just take it. We will pay you back in interest, interest-bearing loans. But we need you all to kick out about X amount of dollars so that we can develop some confidence in our economy and in American people, and we all can pull together. What's, what say you, rich white boys? They ain't said a damn word. So don't sit here and tell me, Mr. Robert Webb, what I got to sacrifice when they ain't sacrificing. We're in this predicament in part because of them. Okay? If they would have listened in the first place,
0: then we wouldn't be here. There comes a point in time when you point the finger and you place blame, and we're past that time. The time we're in now is we're in the time now. Where we got to figure out how we mo- how we move right, forward, and we, we all got to pull Hold together. No how we move? We forward. all got to pull together. How we move forward? And we have to decide: Are we willing to let our Are we willing to let our country fall apart? And we as Americans become more vulnerable to to our enemies, our world enemies, than ever before, because before we were not. Mm. We were not vulnerable to Well, that. they better but get we, ready because right their now,
2: homemade cannelloni is not going to go well right if the Germans now, take us over.
0: Right now, we are more vulnerable to our enemies than we've ever been in the history of America. Well, that's so because you put that nut in the White more House. Doesn't matter, but we're more vulnerable. And, we can, and you can't be, again, you can't fight for yourself. Now, let me go back to something. I want to make this point. I want to make sure I make this point. We always talk about black folks in economics. And the reason that black folks in the situations they're in is because they don't have the ec- they won't they won't put together the economic fortitude to get themselves out of the problems they're in, right? So imagine, Dave. Now America's in that same place. America doesn't have, to some degree, we don't have the economic fortitude to fight this fight. Now we get. Now what's unheard of is that the federal government is now giving giving loans, giving loans and grants to businesses to businesses, I think you have to understand the significance of that. They have never gave, they've never um, they've never offered money to small business before. Never <laughs> has that ever happened, Dave. They've given it to industries. They've never said, hey, <laughs> we're gonna give y'all this money because what you fail to realize is Dave, we're in a, in a very critical time and we can sit here and we can talk about whose fault it is or we can come together and we can figure out a way to get out of it. Because right now, we got to figure out that way. Because if we don't, we're in trouble. Come together. Think, right, right now, that's it. I right can't say now. That, I can't stress that enough. But you said
2: come together.
0: I didn't say come together. I said we got to figure this out. No, you, you did say, to, you say you come to together. not come together to figure it out. You no, just no, it out. no, I'm just saying. I did not say you got to come together. We well, got to figure did, this out. Well, okay, why
2: did I start saying come together then? Did that just pop in my head? You, you acting like Trump now. I'm just simply saying, I agree with you, Robert, but we all gotta come together. That includes those rich folks who have been making money off our dole. Now, I was looking for an article while you were speaking, whereas that just, I wanna say just three weeks ago, do you know what Delta Airlines did? No tell me. They sold back their stock. They bought back their stock. Damn, damn, I keep telling you that's not uncommon. Okay.
0: Whenever whenever company stock they feel okay. stock is but, undervalued, oh, they buy fine. it
2: up. That's fine. But don't come to me, the American uh-huh. taxpayer, and say, Hey, gimme, gimme, gimme. But that's that but that's
0: okay. So In in businesses, you have several different arms of a business. I know what you're gonna say. You have several different arms, Mm -hmm. and you have one arm that their job is to do certain things. Mm -hmm. Another arm is to do certain things. Mm -hmm. Just like you have an HR department, right? You Mm -hmm. got an HR department. You got whatever else you got. Whatever Mm -hmm. else you got. Mm -hmm. Well, in a company that size, you also have an entity that all they do is they buy up stock, right? Mm -hmm. Because again, companies want to be companies. Also, want to be financially solvent. So. They are they are constantly buying back buying stock. Now, mm-hmm. when they realize that their mm-hmm. stock is now undervalued, of course they're gonna buy it back. It just makes mm-hmm. common sense. So that's fine. It just that's makes fine. common sense. But, I'm okay but again, with that. those those monies are usually set aside for be- golden no, parachutes. No no no, 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 beforehand. But that money's always set aside. That money's always sitting there. That money's just sitting there and they're constantly buying stock. So it's not like these guys are just saying, okay, we're going to go over here into this piggy bank and pull this money out. No, it's budgeted to do that when it's when it's available. A lot of companies buy stock, Dave. A lot That's of fine. big companies buy stock on the New York Stock so, Exchange. So
2: let's pull together, Delta. Don't come when you buy up millions of dollars in stock and then you turn around and come to the taxpayer with your hand out. Let's work together. That's all I'm saying. It's hypocritical for these companies to be doing that. If we're going to get out of this, as you suggest, then certainly we've got to start working together. And that means that companies who have been living off the taxpayer dole for quite some time need to put up a shut up. That's all I'm saying. Don't tell me
0: that I got to sacrifice and these billionaires are still eating filet. I'm just saying you don't you don't have to sacrifice that. Okay, you don't have to sacrifice but if you don't, you're gonna pay for it. Okay,
2: I'm gonna pay for it. I agree it. with that. But I'm not I'm not I shouldn't be the only one that has to sacrifice. That's what I'm saying. These billionaires are not sacrificing. So why are you gonna tell me the the regular guy that I gotta sacrifice? Hell I've been sacrificing. I've been supporting him
0: but that's the way it is, That No, that, that's the way the that doesn't make
2: works, it so. right. Hell,
0: slavery was the way it is at one point. I'm not saying it's right, Dave. I'm just saying if you want to you keep your country the way it is. Well, maybe yeah. it's
2: time to change this up. That's all I'm saying. Someone
0: not. No, but somebody was standing
2: there. Maybe it's time to change this up because what we've been seeing ain't, ain't working, clearly. Every 10 years, capitalism is being bailed out by socialism. Something ain't working right, okay? And the only people that are benefiting
0: are rich white men. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I am going to say Just saying. this is totally different than 9-11. This is totally different than anything we've ever seen before. We've never seen anything that that pretty much put citizens, that, that pretty much locked citizens in their homes. This is the first time we've ever had something of this nature happen in America. And we got to do something different. And we and, and, and again, like I said, right. you, can continue to make, you can continue to blame folks, which I guess in some in some cases it makes sense. But, Dave, we got to figure a way out.
2: All right, we'll be back in a moment. Second hour coming up.
0: You got it. The Joy Network. You loved me through my good. You loved me through my bad.
1: You loved me through my good.
2: Hey, folks, are you looking for a place to exchange ideas and talk about the issues that affect our community? Then join me, David W. Coleman, and my co-host, Robert Webb, for Black Focus Radio every Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m., on joinedradio.com. We like to say it's our issues, our solutions, our voices. Download the latest podcast on your favorite platform. Also catch us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. That's Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices, on joinedradio.com. Hello to Quality Time at Marco's. Hello to being a game changer, an
1: original, and to those who make it authentic. We say hello with the Founder Select Pizza, Old World Pepperoni, sliced Italian sausage, mushrooms on dough made fresh every day, and a sauce from the original
0: GioMarco recipe. Hello to an Old World Original. Every store, every day, the Italian way. Hello, Primo. Did you know that 9 out of 10 people like chocolate? And the 10th person always lies. If you're that 10th person, guess what? We've got the special place for you. It's Coco Bell Chocolates. Coco Bell's handcrafted artisan products inspired by Southern desserts for a nostalgic taste. For yourself or for the perfect gift, give us a call at 501-943-7570. That's Coco Bell Chocolates. Find out
2: more about our direct services and ordering at CocoBellChocolates.com.
1: Hi, this is Alvin from Habibi's 4317 East Broadway in North Little Rock. We still have the green top at your very next stop. The same great service, but more of it.
0: Give us a call, 501-663-1553 or 664-2992. Or call our toll-free number, one 877 habibi
1: one Diapers, pull-ups, hospital beds, wheelchairs, simply fit, diabetic supplies, underpads, and more. Your durable medical supply center. Hi, I'm Raven M. Hunter, the author of You Are Not Your Circumstances. I want to invite you to the fourth annual You Are Not Your Circumstances conference on July the 17th through 18th. The theme is My Testimony. Located at Curtis A. Green Community Life Center, 1026 Ray Road, Jacksonville, Arkansas. The cost is $50. Learn how to master your setbacks and thrive after a devastating situation. Learn how to shift from financial distress to a healthy way of living, and learn how to break free from a toxic relationship. For more information, you can call 501-744-7491 or you can email inspiringandempoweringlives at gmail.com. Don't forget to join me on July 17th through 18th at Curtis A. Green featuring me, Raven M. Hunter. Call 501-744-7491 or you can email inspiringandempoweringlives at gmail.com. I'll see you there.
0: You got it. rock's answer to your aggravation. The Joy Network. Now, 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 now. The views
1: and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio.
2: Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation, get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. All right, welcome back to the second hour of the show. with Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us. How do we come out of this virus thing? Should we just throw our hands up and say, we're going to go back to work like automatons and pad the pockets of rich white men? Or should... And I agree with Robert,
0: there needs to be some changes. This is the time to make those changes. I said there need to be changes, and by changes I meant. I'm not talking about the whole economy. We can't get into that now. What I'm talking about is currently where we are, we have to, we have to figure out a way to get people back out, back out and into places. In the in the certain spaces that we haven't been in for two weeks. You know, I was just looking at myself oh, I, really I, I look How like a sexy a serial killer. I don't think you look like a sexy serial killer. I
2: do. I look kinda sexy with the shades on and the mask. You don't think I look like a sexy serial
0: killer? Uh no. Oh, okay, I just thought. But anyway. I'm I sorry. don't think you look sexy at all, my friend. Oh well I'm glad you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Just to let you know. Thank you. But we can't we can't keep having we can't keep having the conversation, Dave, about who did what and We got to start having a conversation about how this looks as we move forward.
2: You know, I agree with all of that, but it's the old saying that if you fall in a hole and never figure it out, never decide to go back and figure out how the damn hole got there, well, guess what's going to happen? You're going to fall in the hole again.
0: So you, you make the assumption, so the coronavirus doesn't come and we don't have these problems. We're, we're having this issue only because of the coronavirus. Well, but we were headed to on, a crash. Hold on, hold on. We're having this problem only because of the coronavirus. Uh, we were headed to a crash, according to that. No, according they, to where the are Congress. we right now? Right now, we're having the problems we're having with our economy mm-hmm. only because of the coronavirus. People cannot so, move around. People cannot spend, so let me ask you spend a question. money, and people are not receiving money the way they had before.
2: What would you suggest as how we get back to normal? Uh, what do you what before you answer because it's an important question? What do you tell regular Joe blows? Um you know me, I'm a little guy. You were one of the big guys up there. You way yeah, up here. Whatever. I'm down here. Uh-huh. Okay, what do you tell a little guy like me that's gonna that's gonna get me to go back to work when people are dying
0: around me? Well. What do you what? uh, And that's a legitimate question. Let's use the precautions. Let's put the gloves. Let's put the mask on. Let's put the gloves on. Let's go back. Right. Because this is the problem, Dave. This is the problem. We can sit here all day and we can talk about why we should not go back. Mm -hmm. We can do that. We can do that ad nauseum. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But the point is, if we don't go back, how does that look? So how does that look if, so we, stay the, in our, if so, we stay in our house? So in let's say market? we go back and everybody go
2: back to McDonald's. First time someone dies at McDonald's. P- McDonald's is still open right now. Well, but but he, here's a problem that they're gonna have, and they're and they're already concerned about this. If they get a if they get a positive test at one of these fast food restaurants or one of these grocery stores, that's gonna blow them up. And then not, not only that, that person that got tested positive they going
0: to turn around and sue that facility. Hey, Dave, the crazy thing about this virus is the incubation period is 14 days, right? That they know of. Someone said 21. So nobody knows how long it takes. Exactly. Right? So the point is, is that this, this can be happening as we speak, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There is no way we can get around it. Now, what this does, what I see, how I see this making us better is mm-hmm. we have to be cleaner. We're going to have to be clean. It's forcing us to be clean. It's forcing us to think more consciously about washing our hands, not putting our hands on our face. I was already not doing, doing all those things. It's making us more conscious of it. But my point is that an economy like ours or just, and, and you got to remember, we, all, we are also part of the world economy. We cannot sustain an economy doing with the practices we now have in place with people staying inside their homes. It's not, it's not feasible. So you keep saying that. So what are you going
2: to say, Mr. President, to get people out of their homes and going back to work?
0: I don't think it's, I don't because, think it's what the president because says. Because
2: it wasn't just people. It was corporations and companies who said, who made "Hey, the decision to close up. We are gonna close this was, thing that down." That was based
0: on the president's recommendation. Oh uh, no, it wasn't. That oh, pre-
2: the president wasn't making a recommendation to do that. The he president, president
0: made re- making recommendations. State gover- state governors made recommendations. Even city mayors made recommendations. Right now, the thing is, is that now that that's happened, right, we have to go back and we have to decide. Okay, we've been in our houses now for what a month? Has it been a month yet? maybe 3 it's, weeks it's been
2: about 3 weeks i believe
0: we've been in a, we've been in it 3 weeks if you look at if you ever take a, take a chance to just take a look at the stock market and take a look at the stock market what happens is is the stock market is going down it's constantly going down every now and then we'll have a we'll have an increase but that's because people that's because uh um you you have people going out there you have companies going out there buying their stock back right but usually, people are selling everything because they're scared as hell. That is killing us. We have to get people back in the workforce. We gotta get people milling about again because that sparks, that, sparks, uh, that sparks our economic growth. Now, a lot of people don't agree with that. I apologize. But again, let me break it down to y'all one more time. The city of Little Rock alone, and just like all the cities that you live in, they get money generated by sales tax revenue, right? So let's say that let's say this let's say next uh, let's say we stay on we stay on quarantine for sixty days. If the city of Little Rock is getting fifty million dollars every month, then if we're on lockdown, they're not getting the same sales tax dollars. They're not getting the same sales tax dollars. They're not getting the same. They're not getting the same revenue that they would get every month. So that means that some social some services that the city the cities provide are not gonna be available, because they have to figure out a way to make cuts. That's not, that's unfortunate, but that's the real truth. And the longer we stress this out, the more money cities and municipalities lose, that makes it scary. Now what's even scarier, what's even scarier, is that UAMS is technically the only hospital in the state that has the capacity to deal with this virus on the level that it needs to be dealt with, right? Guess what? Guess what uh guess what UAMS is? It is a state funded hospital. So all its funding, all 100% of its funding comes from the state. So if UAMS is not does not can't provide the services to you, then yeah, we're pretty much screwed anyway. Now, everybody's talking about I I disagree with people going back to work, find another solution that will put money into our economy and we'll have the conversation. But other than people moving around and milling about again, that is the only option we have at this point. How do, how are they gonna go about doing it? I have no idea. But I do know that corona, corona, corona gonna be the least of our, it gonna be the least of our worries if we don't figure this out.
2: Well, I, I respectfully disagree with you because at the end of the day, if I'm not
0: here, as have a, you ever heard of the United States of America giving money to small businesses? I mean, just tell them, hey, we're going to give you ten thousand. We're going to give you ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. We're just going to give that to you. Mm-hmm. That's yours. Mm-hmm. We're just going to give that to you. Okay, so you know, let me, let me,
2: let me, let's, 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 let's ferret out that 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 logic. So, okay, let's say, all right, I'm going to go and get that loan, and it's going to help me pay my payroll and all that other stuff. But at the end of the day, that virus is still out there, and the first time someone tests positive in your facility, you are in trouble. That's the problem that they have here. Nobody is going to go out there and sacrifice their lives. You,
0: you are looking. You are looking at a. You are looking at a very minus a minuscule piece of what we're talking about. You know why these people are at McDonald's and Krogers?
2: You, but still, you do you know why they're still working? All right, tell me. You know why? No, tell me. Because they need the money.
0: Everybody that, needs Exactly. The money. People, that's why that's why work, they're still working. People they're making 925 an hour. Dave, hey, 3 million what was it? 6 million people so do, far do have you, filed for unemployment. Well, day. do you think those people those would be working if numbers. they could stay at home? Those numbers are It's not that they, it's not that they wouldn't be working, it's that their employers can't afford to pay them. No, no, no. So no. So They no, have I'm, to for, furlough talk, them.
2: I'm talking about the ones that are currently still working. These grocery store workers, these these fast food workers, these restaurants. How fact, many
0: restaurants do you think we have in the city of Little Rock?
2: Look, take a let, guess. Just let take me. A guess. I, I don't know, but let me finish my point. Okay, finish your point. If 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 these people could stay at home, they would be at home. They they are just as afraid. In fact, I went to Chewy's Saturday evening because they sold me some margarita mix and. The lady was afraid to come up to our car our car that brought out our food. And then when she realized that we had on protective gear, she was more apt to come up. But she she didn't put you know, there was a big old bag of stuff. She didn't put the stuff in there like here enjoy. She like kinda took one hand and kinda pushed it in the car. And they did that to other people that were sitting there waiting. My point being is that these people would not be at work if they could afford to be at home. The bottom line is this, that as soon as these people start getting sick, and we pray that they don't, but if, if, what, if what they're saying is going to happen to, to the South over the next 10 to 14 days, if it really happens, this is going to get raced. Worse, you can't tell me that somebody's going to go out there and say, oh, for the good of the economy, I'm going to go out there and catch a virus that I, they don't have no cure for. People are not going to do that, man. That's just, that's just not logical. And then, and here's what makes it even worse is the fact that you got an administration that has been continually lying to the American people. The American people don't trust them. I don't give a damn if they are Them, I don't see any of them, them, them MAGA hat people out there working. They at home, too, because they don't trust what the president is saying. So therein lies the problem. You got an administration that has lied to us, and they said early on that if this administration continually lies, then it's going to come to a point where they're going to need the public to believe them, and the public is not. We are at that point now. No one trusts this administration, and certainly no one is going to go out there and sacrifice their
0: lives just so this administration can continue to feed its fat cats. All right, let me read you this. The level of debt in America's corporate sector amounts to 75% of the country's gross domestic product. You get that, right? But that was even are before you gonna now. Are you going to listen? That go was on. even before this are you gonna, happened. Are you going to allow me to finish? Go ahead. All right. Oh, Jesus. How can I soar with eagles when I'm don't playing? use my stuff? <laughs> don't use my stuff. I'll shoot you uh, among, amongst, with my new gun. Amongst large American companies, debt. Bur- oh, hold on. Where am I? Okay, seventy percent, seventy-five percent of the country's gross domestic product, breaking the previous record set in two thousand eight. Among large American companies, debt burdens are precise are precautiously high in the auto, hospitality, and transportation sectors. Overexpansion. Hold on. Hold on. Industry's taking a direct hit from the coronavirus. Hidden within the $16 trillion corporate debt market are many potential troublemakers, including the zombies. They are the natural spawn of a long period of record low interest rates, which has sent investors on a reckless hunt for debt products that offer high reward with higher risk, Zombies now account for What you just said that said greed. Hold on. Hold on. Greed. Hold on. Zombies now account for 16% of all the publicly traded companies in the United States and more than 10% in Europe. According to the Bank for International Settlement, the banks for central for central the bank for central banks, a look at the data reveals that zombies are especially prevalent in commodity and commodity commodity industries like mining, coal and oil. Which may spell upheavals to come for the shale, for the shale, the shale oil industry now a critical driver of the American economy. You get that right? I understand. OK, we don't. Yeah, we, we, we just sit at home. No need. Don't worry about it. We just sit at home.
2: The debt is, in fact, because of Greed.
0: You can you can't you can't, simp- you can't you can't be so simplistic about this like that Dave. Obama this had their debt compli- under control. This is far more complicated than
2: Obama that. Obama had the the debt under control. It wasn't until this administration took over when the debt skyrocketed. And it seems to me that the the, the 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 Republicans were concerned about the debt while Obama was in office. You haven't heard one peep out of the Republicans as it relates to the debt. So, uh, again, I'm sorry. I ain't sacrificing jack for these rich white boys, period. Y'all get out there and work. You, you, you've realized just how important that grocery store worker is now, right? You've realized just how important that truck driver is, right? You've realized just important how, how important that CNA, that certified nursing assistant is, right? You realize that now. Pay these people the way they should be paid. You all are making plenty of money. You all are the reason that we are in this mess in the first place. Now, if you want to get out of this mess, Mr. Rich White Boy, come down off of your high horse and donate some of your millions. Instead of buying stock back for your company, donate some of your millions so that we can pay people. Donate some of your millions so that we can have health care. But you don't want any of that. You want people to get by, and then all of a sudden, when you're about to go under, you run to the people that you want to get by to save your asses. Americans are tired of that. I'm tired of that. I'm sorry. Damn capitalism.
0: You can't can't do that, David Coleman. I I, I see your face under that. What? I see you. You can't do that. What? You cannot do that. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I'm just saying. I'm done with you. Yeah, um, all um, the, you know what, you what? got up on your little soapbox and that was pretty. That was really nice day. Thank you. Um, but it still doesn't address the issue that we have with our present economy. Mm-hmm. None of that fixes it. None of that, none of that addresses the issues we mm-hmm. have
2: today. We cannot go back. They said when we had the banking crisis. We can't go back to where it was. Well, guess what? We're back where it was, okay? Every time we have a crash, them rich white boys in Washington say, we can't do this anymore. And then 10 years later, here we are doing it again, regardless of what caused it. I'm done with your, with your your boy calling wolf stuff. I'm done with that. If you really want to save this economy, it's saved by the working man and woman. Empower them with dollars. That's what you ought to be doing. But you know what they're doing with this bailout? They're even now saying that the people that they were saying that was going to get the $1,200, many of them ain't going to even get it. Many of them ain't going to even get it. They had all people, everybody, man, I I know this lady down the street that went and mortgaged her home for $1,200. I said, baby, don't do that. Stop, man. Okay. Now, she may not get the $1,200. My point being is that every way that they can stick it to the American taxpayer, they do. And I'm talking about Congress. I'm talking about the senators. I'm talking about the president. I'm talking about big business. Every chance they get, any, they want to any, stick it to the American tax plan. So if you go under now, any other good time, for you. Any Remember that time. the
0: American taxpayer is the one that keeps your asses afloat. What you don't understand is, is those American taxpayers, they don't have anything to keep people, keep us afloat with, Dave. That's the problem. The American taxpayers don't have anything to keep us afloat with. So I should go out risk my life and catch the virus. Is that what you're saying? I ain't saying you should do that, Dave. I'm just saying that oh, we well, have to what, what, what do it. hold on. Hold on. What, I'm what should we that do? We have to do something other than what we're doing.
2: Okay, so what we, what should we do cuz the only other alternative is to go out and go back to work. Virus be damned. Let's go back to work. Let's start football season. Let's start let's 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 have the NBA back. Let's just let's just damn the virus. Full, that's kind of like that's kind of like the captain in uh in a Dolomite. Captain Captain, have you heard? We have hit an iceberg. Duh. What should we do? I'm just saying. Because I know this black one right here ain't risking his life for the economy. When, oh, by the way, the money that you've been giving away, you claim that we, didn't have, we, can't get, we can't even get reparations. You want the black people to go and risk their lives again. And you won't even give us reparations. You lie and say we don't have
0: the money. This is not just about black folk right now. This is about all okay. of us. It's and about it, it. And unfortunately, Dave, it's about black folks for me. It's always about black folks for us. But this right here, the the moment that this moment in space that we're in right now, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. about all of us. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we have to, excuse me, we have to come to grips with what's happening to us, Dave. Mm-hmm. And what's happening to us is very simple. We have to figure out a way to save the economy. We have to. That that is that is a that is a conversation that no matter how how you want to how you want to, you know, how you want to fix it up or what you want to say about it, we have to do that. Well,
2: you better hope it's a lamb in the bush cuz you ain't sacrificing my son. Well, the
0: great thing is <laughs> your son's in the military. He won't have a choice. You know, the great thing is is that where we are right now, we're going to have to make some hard choices as we move mm-hmm. forward. And the thing is, is let's start reading about the economic impact that this is having on our country. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 step back from everything else mm-hmm. and let's start focusing on the economic impact that this is having on our country. Mm-hmm. Let me give you one more thing before i before I'm done here. OK. Uh, and, and I want you all to go out and read this article. I read this article in The New York Times. So I want you all to go out and read it. It says uh, signs of debt stress are multiplying in industries impacted by the coronavirus. Again, including transportation, leisure, mm-hmm. auto, and perhaps worst of all, oil. Mm-hmm. Slammed on one side by fear that the coronavirus will collapse demand, and on the other, on the other, by fear of supply gloat. Glo- uh, glo- oil prices have fallen to below thirty-five dollars a barrel, far too low for many oil companies to meet their debt and interest payments. Too right. bad. Though investors always demand higher returns to buy bonds issued by federally, uh, financially shaky companies, the premium they demand on U.S. junk bet debt has nearly doubled since mid-February. By last week, the premium they demand on the junk debt of all companies was was nearing levels seen in a recession. Mm-hmm. Now, you ask, you're probably saying, mm-hmm. Robert, why is that important, Robert? Why is that important? The last thing our country needs is to go into a recession mm. when everybody's at home. We're already heading there. Because if we go into a recession when everybody's at home, what 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 brings us out of a recession? Putting money back into the economy. So let me let me And if we can't put money back into the economy, mm-hmm. how do we stave off the recession? We can't, Dave. Okay. And and what All does right. that impact? It mm-hmm. impacts everything because let, now hold on. Let me address the oil. Well, hold issue. on. Okay.
2: Let me address the oil issue. The reason Gas is so cheap; has nothing to do with the coronavirus.
0: Yes, it does. Supply and demand, Dave. Nope. People aren't buying gas every day. Nope. Dave, Sorry. come on, man.
2: Nope. You do realize that Russia and Saudi Arabia are in a in a price war, right? It just so happened that this began.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll bite. Okay. Let's go. I'll go with this, this.
2: This this began right when the coronavirus hit. Okay. Okay. So they went to the bargaining table. As a matter of fact, Donald Trump and his administration tried to pull them together. And the Saudi Arabians decided that they were going to continue to cut oil prices because they the Russians were trying to corner the market. Now, it doesn't necessarily affect the United States because a lot of people don't realize that the United States is really produces it. It produces enough oil now with the shale uh, that that we don't depend that much on Saudi Arabian oil and Middle Eastern oil, but the reason this is so bad, the prices are so low, has has very little to do with the coronavirus. I won't say it does has nothing, because obviously it affects. But this issue with oil is a separate issue altogether. Now I'm go- I'm going by the economist that was on MSNBC this morning, okay. This has this has to do with Russia and Saudi Arabia in a price war, okay. Regardless of how much the oil is cheap, this has nothing to do with that virus.
0: So I disagree with you on that, and I'm I'm quoting what the economist. How were can saying you say this. it has nothing to do with the virus? I'm only if quoting if people if people aren't driving their cars, mm-hmm. if people are staying in the houses, that means that less people are buying buying gas. Dave come on, we saying, know what business is, supply I'm saying and demand, the right? price the, supply and demand I'm saying supply the price demand.
2: the price dive began when this oil battle began No been,
0: the price dive the, began, we didn't see the price dive until oh, people started staying their houses uh, no, I didn't notice the Robert, price of gas going down as people start staying at homes Robert I'm just saying Dave Robert you you You, you know make,
2: I drive a lot right I can tell you right now where the cheapest gas is in Little Rock I drive a lot okay so I saw that price. Soon as that, at one point, it it died. It went down twenty five cents, and this was before the virus hit. Because because of the way I drive, I I always over the last year have been picking the cheapest gas stations. I would go to areas knowing, taking my business to those areas, knowing that this excellent service station had cheap gas,
0: like on. Uh, Markham and Chennault. All right. Hold on, Dave. Uh, the average American, the average American buys about 500 gallons of gas a year. In mm-hmm. Canada, that's 310 gallons, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So with this coronavirus, everybody's standing in their house. Mm-hmm. So we're not getting that, Dave. We're not getting those numbers. We're not getting those numbers, Dave.
2: I'm not arguing that. I'm saying that the I'm dive. Sorry, 500 gallons a year. I'm saying that the dive in gas prices began long before the coronavirus thing hit, because of the the fight between Saudi Arabia and and Russia. That wouldn't impact us, Dave. Oh yes, it would. You know, yes why, it you know would. why it wouldn't impact us? Yes, it Do would. You know why it wouldn't impact us? Why wouldn't it?
0: It wouldn't impact us because all our most of. Eighty percent of the oil we the oil it's we buy it's produced in the United States. No, it comes from Canada. Canada refines well, the majority of the oil that we buy. You're talking now, about refining. We have the United States. We have our own oil reserves.
2: Oh, uh, that's this true.
0: This is a, this is a great mm-hmm. thing that came out during the uh, during the Iraq War, and everybody talked about how gas skyrocketed when they started mm-hmm. the Iraq War, which was BS, right? Mm-hmm. Because eighty percent of our oil comes from Canada mm-hmm. or Mexico. It's th- those are the two places our oil is refined,
2: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So
0: th- that has no impact on our gas price. Uh,
2: of course, it does. How so, Dave? Because that means that there's more put on the overall market. More so let
0: me, the- you, let me give
2: let me give an example. Okay, we having dinner, right? Okay, I'm listening. All right, everybody is going to bring something. Okay. All right, you bring potato chips. Okay. Now, what you bring those potato chips is not going to affect the overall amount of food that we have that everybody else has brought. It will add to it, right? Okay. Does that make sense?
0: Not really, but go ahead. Of course it does. Please continue.
2: Okay. So my point is this, is that what we do is it, if we if there is more oil on the market that Saudi Arabia is producing, what we add to it is insignificant all right, let's do because it. the majority of the world don't buy from the United States. They buy from the Middle
0: Eastern countries. Let's look at it this way, Dave. You ready? Uh-huh. So let's say we all have a dinner. And let's say when we get there, we realize that there's 20 people that have dinner, but there's only eight forks. Only eight forks, only eight spoons, and only eight knives. Now, the Major d says, hey, guys, I'm going to sell these. Any other time you could buy a fork for what $5? It may cost you 300 dollars to get a fork. Now, supply demand. There's a, there's, <laughs> there's a demand. There's a demand. Now I'm gonna provide the supply. Now, because you don't have because the supply is gonna be very, very low, because I only have eight, right? That increases the demand for it. Right?
2: Right? Oh, I'm sorry, I was reading the article. Uh, your your analogy doesn't make sense, Robert, but okay. go ahead. All right, I give that. I uh, give I'm just saying. I'm sitting here looking at a very prominent market insider website. Here's what it says. This was April 6th, which is today. Oil prices slumped 3% after Saudi Arabia and Russia delayed talks to end the price war. 3% Dave. okay. Three percent day. That's that's for 3%. as of today. Do you know how three percent day? Okay, crude oil prices slid more than four percent on Monday. Do you understand? On reports that Russia and Saudi Arabia had postponed their oil production meeting last Thursday. When okay. is that article day? April sixth.
0: Okay, hold on, Dave. Which is Let me today. give you something good.
2: Brent crude fell three percent, and West Texas immediate fell five percent. OK, so what's going on is that the markets are flooded with oil. That's why the oil is so cheap right now. It has nothing to do with the coronavirus. It has this, to do with the coronavirus. this 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 virus, th- it, it has everything to do with the price war that them those two countries are going at. Robert, what are you not hearing here? That's what's going on here is a price war. It just so happens that it hit at the time of the coronavirus. This this look. Brent crude fell as much as 12%, and West Texas immediate lost roughly 11%. The precious resource p- paired losses to 3 to 4%, respectively, on reports uh, uh, in the near future. That's what's going on here. This started maybe a week before, because I'm telling you, I saw it out there. I was, I was driving. I drive every day, okay? So... We can blame a lot of stuff on this coronavirus, but we can't blame this oil fall on the coronavirus. It has nothing to do with it. This didn't start it. The Russians are upset with the Saudi Arabians. The Russians are trying to. Traders are shrugging off the Russia-Saudi spat over the weekend, turning a blind eye to the apparent reluctance of the U.S. to be part of any deal and completely ignoring the fact that today's emergency virtual meeting has been pushed back until at least Thursday. The fact that that date for the latter decision has been pushed back from the day to Thursday has seen energy slump in the Asian session, but also underlines the risk that the United States and Canada will protect their own industries and workers regardless <laughs> of what trade doctrine tells them to do. So in other words, this is a fight between Russia and Russia and Saudi Arabia, and they're dumping oil on the markets, and that's why it has. In March, oil plung- prices plunged to record lows as the market waited for OPEC and its allies to strike a deal to prevent oversupply and stabilize production. There's nothing in this article about the coronavirus. It doesn't even mention it.
0: And that, that article is from when? That, I just told you. April, April 6th. Today. All right. Listen, let me tell you this, Dave. You have to understand this. Now, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying your article is not one hundred percent correct. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is in America, in the place that we live now currently called America, America People are not buying gas. Good. Yep. People are not buying gas. I agree with that. So therefore, if there's not a demand for it, when the when the demand goes down, so does the price. Do, would you agree that when demand goes down, so does uh, it In a simplistic form, yes. But based you on- made, You want to make everything, you have made everything we talked about a simplistic, but now all of a sudden, only in a simplistic form. Really, Dave? I'm seriously. Just, I'm just going by the article oh, that dear, I read. Dear God. Dear you, God.
2: You, you hate it when I'm right, don't you? No,
0: I hate it when you're right. When you're right, I give you your kudos for it. You hate it when I'm right. No. Let me give you crude oil prices today.
2: They were at, They were at thirty-three dollars when this article was was released this morning. Brent crude fell to three. Per, fell three percent to thirty-three dollars and thirty-one cents. And Texas intermediate fell five percent to twenty-seven dollars 05 Crude oil
0: futures are at twenty-six thirty.
2: So those are the futures. Those are not the actual price per barrel.
0: Price per barrel, same thing, Dave.
2: You know. But either way, they're
0: still low that, that's the point. same thing, Dave, doesn't matter. My point to you is, Dave, is that where we are, where we are, Dave, we're in a very critical point, and we got to figure out a way to get out of it. and you want you want us to sacrifice our
2: young, our firstborn.
0: That's what If that's what you want to call it.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I ain't sacrificing mine.
0: Crude all a day is twenty six dollars, man.
2: Let them rich white boys get out there who make it all this money. Send your child to to war. Okay. The poor man has bur- has has, bur- has been burdened with with rich folks' mistakes for centuries, and we need a course correction. We need a course correction. That's all I'm arguing. Is that we, the po folk? I know you up here, Robin. I'm down here. That's
0: funny. That's funny.
2: But us po folk are tired of bearing the brunt of rich folks' decisions. And this, right. this is
0: the time that we all have to come together. They ain't coming together. Step away from what you're talking. Can about.
2: you name? Can you name a rich, a rich, a billionaire who did anything for the coronavirus outbreak? Can I name what? Name one of these billionaires who's done anything for the coronavirus outbreak. It's
0: too many of them to name, Dave. Okay, well, okay name, one. It's no, name one. Way too many. No, to name, name one. Way too many. To name one. Way too many. Wait a minute. Name one. Jeff Bezos just uh, put up $100 million, He just gave $100 million to food banks. Um, Jeff, uh, Jim Ursay of the Indianapolis Colts. He just gave. Um, I want to say two million dollars, two million. He just gave two million dollars to buy masks for, for for first responders and everybody else. Um, Facebook is putting up a uh, hundred million dollars to give to small businesses. Um, it's a, it's a ton of people who are doing things, Dave. You make the assumption that nobody's doing it. There they're are people not who are doing stuff. They're look, but Dave, that's not the point. It's not about going, what anybody look, else they're is doing, doing. They're going to get
2: that back on their tax break. It's about they're,
0: how do Dave. You can't you can't say they ain't mm. doing. Jack, and then you gonna. I just did. Him once you, once you find what you are doing.
2: Hey, I mean, my God! Look, at the end of the day, what took you so long? People dying. Bezos didn't have a choice. You know why? Because his people last week were walking out of Amazon. And then you know what killed? You know the brother that tried to organize the the the, 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 the union at Amazon. Last late last week, it came out that they were trying to assassinate this character. This is Jeff Bezos. I ain't feeling sorry for them millionaires. Y'all need to come down here with us. Learn what, what eating cornbread and pumpkin beans is like, or pinto beans, instead of eating squab. Oh my my salmon is overcooked. Oh, oh I I I, I just want vinegar and oil. I, I, I the other dressings are just too heavy. Oh, uh, uh, do you do you make real Caesar salads where you make them at the table? Well, that's the only way I eat them. I have to watch you make them with the egg and the and the, the real anchovies, you know, and the Worcestershire and the freshly grated parmesan cheese. Get out of here. I'm tired of y'all. I'm just sorry. No, I'm not. Get over yourselves, man. If we're going to pull together, don't expect a little man to do all the pulling. And you sit back there and say, you know what? If you pull to this side, then we might be successful. Hell no. Get your ass down here and pull with us. That's all I'm saying. Otherwise, shut up. If your company go under, your company goes under. All these small businesses that are struggling now, a lot of them are not going to make it through this, this pandemic. Should they all get a bailout? We know that small businesses employ more people in America than anybody in any other industry. So should they all get a bailout, or or, or is it survival of the fittest?
0: I'm just asking. I don't know what to say to you right now, Black. (laughs) Why, man? Did I hurt your feelings? I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. No, you didn't hurt my feelings. It's just that you're you're really really making this... uh, which
2: brings me to another interesting yeah, thank, question. Thank
0: God. <laughs> did thank you
2: What? Th- did you watch Gilligan Island? I did watch Gilligan's Island. As a kid growing up, we all watched Gilligan Island, right? Right. There was something that happened during Gilligan's Island that applies to today.
0: Okay. What is that? Do you know what it is? No, tell Take me. Take a
2: guess. No, tell Try me. I don't, know. No, I'm serious. I don't know. If I knew, I'd tell you, I don't know. There was let's see who was on that island you had you had uh the professor
0: the professor you Gilligan, had Gilligan Marianne. you had the
2: captain you had Marianne. you had gender ginger and you had um you had the house right
0: you did yeah
2: anytime that they needed that their butts pulled out the fire who saved them Gilligan nope It's Gilligan. No, it wasn't. Who was it? It was the professor. The professor, okay. Okay. The millionaires, what did they do? Not a damn thing. <laughs> right? I hear you. I'm Nothing. Go ahead, I'm listening. They didn't do a thing. If it wasn't for the, for the professor, them folks on Gilligan Island would have died a long time ago. Because Lovey and Mr. Howe wasn't worth a flip. My point being is that 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 sitcom speaks to what happens today is that it's usually the, the scientists, the little people that pull the rich people out of out the butts out of the fire, and the rich people are the ones that cash in on it. We've seen that down through history, even through slavery, when black people were making inventions. White people were stealing those inventions, getting them copyrighted. Same thing applies today. The guy who makes the mouse, made the mouse for a computer, he made it so he could make his job easier. He didn't get one penny from that. That one device has sold millions over the years. My point being is this. It's time. It's the day of the little man. Now, you want us you want us to get out there and save your economy? Then guess what? You got to do something to help us. You don't send us on furlough and don't give us money. You don't, you, don't, you don't lobby to keep from giving us insurance when we come back. You don't lobby to keep us giving, from getting a, a working wage. So why the hell do I want to save these companies when they, they've done everything counter to my survival? They don't want to give me insurance. They don't want to make sure that my wife gets pregnancy insurance. They don't want to support abortion. All those things that help me have a decent life so I can go and work for your company. Do it, Dave. You don't want
0: me to have it. Do it, Dave. You don't. Feel, you don't want, to do you it. want to pay me as Dang, little as possible. Dave, feel free to do it. You know why? Because if you don't do it, you won't have a job. Other people won't have a job. But feel free to, you know what, stand on your morals right now. Stand on your morals. That's good. Stand on your morals right now. Let's see how that let's see if that feeds you. Let's see how let's see if you can fry them damn morals up in a skillet. Let's see if you can put them morals in the refrigerator. Let's see if them damn morals will make a de- make a meal. Look. Yeah. Stand on them, Dave. Don't, don't stand get, on them damn don't morals. Don't get mad at me. You said stand on them. Because you I'm just the capitalist. You to stand on them. And capitalism is a
2: failure. I'm just telling you to stand on them. Failure, stand on All of a sudden, just two months ago. Everybody was talking about how great capitalism is, how great our country is, how great our country you it took a
0: little virus, a little bug to destroy our economy. How great is capitalism? I'm going to wash my hands. I just Hello? Touched you. I'm going to wash my hands. I just touched you. I'm just I'm done. How great? Capitalism how great is, is this? Capitalism is the greatest system in America. If it,
2: it's uh, the greatest system okay, in America. Okay, so the why world? does always have to get bailed out by socialism? Well, because y'all people keep getting sick. Y'all people. <laughs> Every ten years, oh, we need some money to save our companies. We're too big to fail. Well, but Dave, capitalism how, ain't how what it's all cracked
0: up Dave, to be. Again, Dave, even as even on a even on a local level, you have to be able to provide services to your residents, mm-hmm. and if you can't generate the revenue to do that, Dave, you really got problems. Yep. And Dave, that's where we are. So.
2: Welcome to the new normal, because Little Rock has been that way for quite some time. Been what way? Well, you can't provide for the little guy. Thanks, Asa. Walmart, all y'all. By the way, yeah, why don't we go to Walmart and see if they can save us?
0: Walmart and Dillard's. Well, Dillard's have a really robust retail economy. Internet economy. We got to save that, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Got to save it. (laughs) Got to save it. That's what the government said. The government said we got to (laughs) save it.
2: (laughs) So So check this out.
0: So the Dillards in North Little Rock is closed because, you know,
2: McCain Mall been closed almost since the beginning. Mm -hmm. Okay. But
0: Park Plaza ain't closed. Mm -hmm. What's up with that? Depends on who owns it. Maybe maybe uh, Dillard owns the Park Plaza building uh, and not the North Little Rock building. Therein lies the problem. Because if they own the North Little Rock building, it'd be wide open, too.
2: Therein lies the problem. It's all about corporate profits, and they will sell and you that, down that the river. And that has to be
0: important because that fuels our economy.
2: They will sell you down that the river. That fuels
0: our economy, Dave. Whether you want, whether you want to admit it or You're not. You're
2: working in a pyramid scheme. That's what it is. You work for them for 40 years, then they kick you out the door with a golden watch. And even now, they don't even give you a golden watch. And now they want you to be loyal? Hell, they're not loyal to you. They're like a damn pro, pro, pro uh, sports franchise, pro football franchise. Oh, uh, you got to be loyal to us. And then as soon as they see the next thing coming, you out the door. Come on, man. I'm telling you, man, people are getting hip to that, man. They're getting hip to that. Ain't happening anymore, man. I don't blame these folks. Y'all stay at home. Y'all make all the babies you can. You know, make a lot of little black babies, okay? Make a lot of them. We need y'all. Go on out and have them babies. I'm proud of you. I'm just saying. Show you how low down they are. So two highly respected French doctors discussed on live TV last week how a new COVID-19 vaccine under development should be first tested in Africa. Y'all get that, right? So here it is again, rich white folks trying to use
0: black people as guinea pigs. Y'all going out there. But hold on, Dave. You can't say that. If you just made the point earlier that black folks are down at a higher rate than everybody else, then wouldn't it make sense to test it on black folks? Come on, man. What's your point here, brother? What's your point?
2: I'm, I, I'll wait. I, I will I wait. I cannot believe you
0: just fixed your mouth mouth to say that. You made, the, you, you made the argument earlier that black folks are dying at a higher clip than anybody else, right? Right. If that's the case, why would they not test it on black folks? Well, to see if why don't you
2: test it on white folks? After all, you are the government who created the the syphilis experiment in Tuskegee. You are the government, whether you're French or American, who did multiple experiments on black women and black men for that matter. No. Test it on y'all, folks. Don't test it on us. Because at the end of the day, even though we dying more than y'all are, 2042 is still going to happen, baby. So you better be saving y'all butt. I'm just saying. One of the doctors, John Paul Mirror, even compared Africans to prostitutes. Who were, who were the focus of past AIDS studies. We tried things on prostitutes because they are highly exposed and do not protect themselves. This is what they think about y'all black folks, but y'all going back to those jobs and, and risk your lives. Go ahead. Go ahead so they can live on the hog. I don't know why I'm thinking about The Great Gatsby. I don't know why I'm thinking about that book. But at the height of of the Depression, you had The Great Gatsby and its, its, its overages, its drunken parties of rich white people. While the majority of Americans suffered. Y'all go ahead and send your little cheering out there. Go right ahead. And considering that some of y'all was out kicking it this weekend, y'all don't care no way. I don't ask acting a damn fool. Ain't wearing mask. Fighting in the middle of the damn street like you are crazy. What is y'all problem, Little Rock? And then you get mad if the mayor says, hey, we're going to shut it all down. Ah, the mayor, the mayor, what's wrong with the mayor? Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Anyway, 8-5, you done got me riled up over here, Robert. Let me see what else I got to cover real fast. Let's see here. Covered that. Everything is about your president, man. Oh, by the way, why hadn't they shut down the liquor stores? Because
0: they don't want a bunch of suicides.
2: <laughs> well, just so y'all know, and I'll admit, I went and bought me a couple of fifths of tequila this weekend. U.S. alcohol sales increased 55% in one week. Y'all buying some liquor out there, man. It's going to be a whole lot of babies in about five, what, about in about six months. And I'm just going to say it like this. It ain't mine. Okay? It ain't mine. And if your children are asking where Uncle Bob is, you might want to sit them down and talk to them. <laughs> Some of y'all will get that right. Mama, we ain't seen Uncle Bob in in, in almost a month. He always come over here when Daddy gone. <laughs> <sighs> And some of you brothers seeing your women for the first time the way they really are, aren't you? Well.
0: Well, Pastor.
2: <laughs> Can't go to the beauty shop. Can't go get your nails done. Can't go get them fake eyelashes on. Boy, some of y'all hurting. I notice y'all are reposting some of your old pictures. Post some of your current ones. <laughs> I don't care if you're mad at me. I don't care. I'm protected. I got my personal protection equipment on. (laughs) (sighs) What a beautiful day it is. All right. So, but anyway, we'll see what happens. Uh, By the way, if you really want to get something, laugh at something, be sure to watch the uh, Donald Trump press conference today. Uh, I may miss it today because I'm probably going to go fishing if the weather holds. I'm planning on it. So uh, I'm probably going to miss it. So I'm going to need you, Robert, to tell me about it. Um,
0: About what now?
2: The the Donald Trump press conference today.
0: Uh, I'm not going to watch that.
2: Why not? Because I I think I'm going to be really busy when that comes on. Well, don't you want to hear what he has to say about the little people
0: going I back to work? Always, I always want to hear what he has to say. But I'm going to miss the press conference tomorrow because I'm going to be really busy. Oh, okay. Well, I was just asking. Maybe you could,
2: you, know, you could give us a report on it today when you come back tomorrow. But I guess not. No, that's too much like right. And by the way, let me just say this. Please I'm, do. I'm going to say this. Will y'all stop sending me them, those scriptural references in my DM? Please. I'm just saying. I'm not going to read them. I'm not going to pass them on. And ultimately what's going to happen is you're going to get blocked. You
0: understand Robert and Cliff? You'll never get one from me, so stop it, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying,
2: man. Stop, stop sending me that stuff. Stop. I'm I'm just asking for a
0: friend. It's okay? amazing that people want to be, they just want to feel good about what's going on.
2: What do you mean they want to
0: feel good about what's going on? They just want to feel good about what's going on. What is that
2: supposed to mean?
0: They just want to feel good about what's going on.
2: Well, I don't feel good about what's going on, because now every time I go to buy some meat, it's a damn line out the window, out the damn door. I'm tired of that. I used to go in, go to my meat place, and buy what I wanted. It took me 10 minutes. Now it's taking me 30, 45 minutes. I'm tired of that. All right,
0: y'all ready? We ready. Go ahead. Spider-Man, the mass crusader. (laughs) Hey, one thing is sure. We have to do something. We have to do the best we know. We we have to do the best that we know how at this moment. If it doesn't turn out right, we can modify it as we go along. That's from my boy FDR. That's very true. We got to do something. Yeah, he was a tyrant. Here's my quote.
2: A smart man can play stupid, but a stupid man can't play smart. I
0: have played that. I said that a million times. That's Malcolm X, man.
2: That's Malcolm.
0: I know. I've said that a million times. Why you? <laughs> why you bite my rhymes, man? Why
2: you bite me and Malcolm's rhymes, player? I'm just saying, man. I just thought, you know, considering
0: where we are today, not surprised. Hey y'all, spend money on community, y'all. If y'all don't do it, no one else will. Peace. And by
2: the way, thanks for listening. We had a, we had a record number of people listening to the show today. And we really we appreciate it that we had people all out. over the country listening. And, and shout-out to Candy Lowe down there in, in Tampa Bay. Oh now, we let me get his real quick. We had Miss Lowe. You know, she was the the black bus lady who would mm-hmm. take people to black businesses. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had her on. So k- shout-out to her. She all says right. she listens quite a lot. So often.
0: Um, today the the uh, piece was in the New York Times, and the, the uh, title of it is This Is How... The coronavirus will destroy the economy. Just so check po- it out. Just post it to the wall, your wall, Robert. That's usually how that works. Well, not everybody's my Facebook friend, and I don't well, let everybody be my friend like you, Dave. You have to. Uh, oh, oh! You have to sign. You have to fill out the Robert Webb Fan Club application, and then I'll you accept know. you and, <laughs> s- a, and, and send you five dollars. <laughs> send you five dollars. <laughs> I can send you the and you're gonna give them ten percent. You're gonna send get ten percent. Yeah, there you, you go. At least you're gonna do something. Got your pra- Cloth
2: coming. There you go. All right, we got to get out of there, folks. Y'all have a great day. Peace. You've been listening to Black Focus, where we discuss our issues with our solutions and our voices. Join us every weekday afternoon at 1 p.m. on joinetradio.com.